Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone, welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today's guest is a voice you probably recognize, Kate Spencer, co-host of Forever 35, technically my boss. Kate, would you I call mean, me your boss? Kind of. No. I wouldn't either, I would but feel I kind of like, like it. Partner. Partner. I, 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 partner, like um, creative partners. Creative partners. Yeah, like business partners, like just women in business. Yeah, ally. Women supporting somebody. women. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like that. Kate, Those welcome. Those are words I like. Yes. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. It's so nice to have you. I was trying to think of the last time was like right like just very beginning of this yes and you know you know what's comical is that i like trotted in to do this recording with a i had talked about my water bottle when i was on your show that's right when it when you first started and i trotted into my closet which is where i record with my newer bigger water bottle which i'm not gonna t- i mean i'm not gonna spend too much time on it but it's like a 50 ounce jug <laughs> that i'm obsessed with that water bottle is everywhere and that water it's bottle different than the, it's different than the like viral water bottle it is yes it doesn't have the like <laughs> did you I've see that dramatic water sip that dramatic i have water <laughs> with me by the way i'm just i'm letting you know i've this is probably my third glass since yeah. we last spoke about water um wait how <laughs> is, i thought it was the same does it say like you go girl on it or is it not as no, like so high- i tried though that one of those and the water just gets warm and plastic tasting because like if you fill a water bottle with 70 ounces of water, mm-hmm. it's going to eventually assimilate to room temperature because mm. you're not drinking it fast enough. So I bought an insulated 50 ounce jug oh, wow. with a handle. So it keeps stuff cold and I don't need a pep talk on my water bottle. I've, I've got this. No, I mean, you are you are giving the pep talks. You should be writing pep talk copy for water bottles. Honestly, honestly, you know what? Forget working on podcasts. Right. Forget writing books. <laughs> it's all about motivational water bottles for me lost revenue stream exactly lost revenue stream for you well I'm happy to have you here I'm drinking a little bit more water like really trying um I find myself like craving it more which is kind of a nice feeling Uh, I think because it's getting hotter out and I'm and now with the dog I'm outside a lot more than I think I was before Mm -hmm. um and you know it just water really does the trick. So uh, I'm not I'm not all in, but you know I'm dabbling. I'm dabbling in the water world. You've got a toe in the water. Yeah. You're dipping your toe in. <laughs> I'm dipping my toe and my face in sometimes when I'm thirsty. Um, well, I'm proud. I'm proud of thank you. Thank you so much. It could not have done it without you. Um, 
And it's just, you know, one day I will be fully hydrated and it'll be great. Uh, I'm, I'm psyched to have you. Um, I actually just recommended uh, your book to somebody who um, is going through their first, their first Mother's Day without their mother this year. Oh, no, I'm so sorry that you know someone who's going through that. But thank you for recommending my book because I, I talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just seems really hard. My advice was just like, you know, fake holiday, ignore it. And, you know, because I think I think it's going to be hard. But it's it's like you have to basically just like not do anything. Like you can't like be online and it's just everywhere. It, it's so hard to ignore, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, if for whatever reason, you know, those holidays are, um, you know, traumatic to experience, which they are for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. I, my mom died, and I wrote a whole book about it. So that's my thing. But like, there are people with estranged parents, you know, people who have lost children, yeah. trying to conceive. I mean, it's just the list is endless. And like, yes, you're right, you can, you have to essentially like lock yourself in a, in a little cave, because the emails are relentless, the commercials, you go outside, even in COVID, you know what, restaurants are open outside right now, mm-hmm. people are brunching with their moms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it just feels like it's everywhere. And so, uh, you know, I know what this will probably, no, no, this is, this is going to go out tonight, tomorrow, right? Tonight? Yeah, no, it'll be, yeah, it'll okay. be tomorrow before oh, it, tomorrow. So this- yes, we're recording this on Thursday. The show, as you guys are listening to it, is is now Friday just so Mother's Day is in two days yeah so this will this will air before Mother's Day so just want to say like solidarity to everyone who's who's struggling I get it it sucks I mean it is really hard it's hard like like it's just it feels like it excludes more people than it includes well you know I appreciate you saying that because I do feel like in the last few years the conversation has evolved around these two holidays mm-hmm. to really acknowledge the fact that like for mo for many people yeah. let's say like at least half they're kind of traumatic or like at least a little triggering of like you know some intense emotions yeah um and so you know I don't I don't know like it's an, I don't know what kind of movement would ever work to get rid of them but right um, especially because like so many, uh, companies, uh, rely on them to sell product. Right. So I don't know, Caroline, I know. what is the solution? There is no solution. I mean, it's like, we talked about it a little bit on G thanks, which is like, why don't we just take this opportunity to make a nice list of all of the things that are going to be on sale that are like geared towards <laughs> like women. <laughs> and I say that in quotes, yes. um, because you know what, like fine, take, you know, if these companies are going to make us all feel bad, let's, let's let's not buy their products at full price. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's difficult. And, um, and yeah, your book was the first on the list of, of books I recommended. And if you guys haven't read the dead moms club, obviously it's a great, great read. Um, if not, uh, a read that will make you cry. Um, how are you doing? That's what I want. How are you doing? What do you usually do for mother's day as a mother? That's a great question. I like to be left alone. <laughs> so I feel like I every like, mom says that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to leave. Like, what have I done for Mother's Day? You know, like, I, I like a spa. Yeah. I like just like to shut the bedroom door and let everybody like 
just not bother me for the day. I mean, it's also lovely to like just spend time with my family or go to the beach. Mm -hmm. This Mother's Day, I am I'm actually flying to Seattle to to see my my dad and my stepmom for the first time. Oh my god! Since pre-COVID, and my brother and his wife and their one-year-old. So it'll be her second Mother's Day. So I'm excited to celebrate my sister-in-law this year. So you know, like nice. now I my kids are ten and eight, so I'm kind of like you know I've done it. I, I'm a I don't. I don't need it to right. be about me. Now you get some coupons for some like back rubs or whatever. And oh yes, I've already like I've already spotted one of my presents. It's like a tiny little milk bottle that's been painted. It's really sweet. That's so like cute. I, I I love that. That that is a really nice. It's very nice now that Mother's Day is pleasant for me and not just like me missing my mom and like angry at the world. So I'm grateful for that. Well, I'm I'm glad for you on that. Um, and I do hope all the moms out there, uh get a day without their kids it's very funny that all moms like want that all moms are like I just don't want to see my children for 24 hours I'm like okay cool I love that yeah. I love that yeah that's like, the day yeah <laughs> like please please I feel like hotels should offer some sort of like especially right now some sort of like Mother's Day special where it's like I don't know you no know, yes I have been I am amazed at how many women I know just like go away for the night for Mother's Day yeah, that is their thing. Um, and I don't know as many like fathers who do that. Maybe you know what? Because the patriarchy serves was, them. Yeah, so. exactly. I think they get lots of nights mm -hmm. away. I'm mm -hmm. sure. Every day is Father's Day <laughs> in this country. Every day is Father's Day. All right. Well, Kate, let's get into it. Um, we have we're going to do like a very kind of quick episode, I think, um, which will be an interesting uh, experiment because usually like what turn what went from like this podcast is going to be like no more than 40 minutes has now turned into like some episodes or like a, like six hour like readings of the Odyssey. So we're going to we're going to make it like a quick, dirty, sweet. But I'm excited because when you told me what you wanted to bring, I was like, that has not been brought up yet. And it's also a viral subject in in one of my group chats um so do you want to oh, do the, really it is people are talking um so do you want to do the big <laughs> do you want to do the big reveal people are, talking. people are talking I do I do and you know what this actually ties into my my own mother and my connection to my mom so it's real full circle I love that what I am bringing to the the podcast table today is a clear window bird feeder yes it is a bird feeder that suction cups onto a window it's made of clear acrylic you put some bird seed in the little bottom tray and then you sit at your desk and you watch birds come to it oh. instead of doing your work wow and it works like the birds actually come oh yeah it's amazing so i actually have two of these and i like I would put one on every window. The temptation is high <laughs> for me. It is so soothing when the birds visit. So yes, it's sometimes I think like birds need to learn that there is food in the location, but they remember. So once they figure out it's there, they come back and they bring like their friends and their enemies. Mm. So I have one um, on the window of my bathroom and just this morning oh. I like woke up and I walked in and there was a bird just nibbling and I just was like oh hi and then I have one on a window in my office space so the birds kind of keep me company while I write and I find it so comforting I, I just like and because it's on a window you can see them really clearly so, they're like, so it they're feels like right there 
they're right there. Like if you have a cat or a dog who wants to murder birds, this is a great like tool of like torment for them because oh. yes, my my cat used to love this thing. My my cat R.I.P. is now dead, but you can hear like Lottie is like, get me that fucking bird feeder. So my cats love to murder. Um, and <laughs> we have like kind of this like window, this suction on the inside of our house, um, this like two sort of platform cedar thing. And they sit. Uh, yes. And look out the window. And I've never. And so Dan is like kind of a, a bird feeder guy and I was telling you yesterday when you said you wanted to bring this I was like I think he just made one I like heard him hammering out in the backyard and then he like came in and was like worst bird feeder ever so I mean this is if this is something I can just buy it'll save us a lot of trouble but I would love to put one right in front of where they sit yes oh they would love it now I don't know if the birds will I think the birds will still come I don't I don't feel like the birds really have much of a sense that I'm there unless I'm like in their face sure but what about the squirrels okay so this you have to be strategic with your placement because the squirrels know the squirrels (laughs) like I had a squirrel uh, climbing on my window trying to get to this bird feeder and like they're just they're too smart they just know so so yes like you do need to kind of be smart about the placement but I have found like they're so low maintenance you don't have to surprisingly you don't have to refill them a lot especially because it's like one bird at a time and then another one will come and it'll like fight for its placement yep but they're just like an easy way to have a little animal company and which I really I really like and the reason I mentioned my mom is that my mom was obsessed with birds like Mm -hmm. to the point where like I felt after she died I was like I've got to get bird seed and like feed the birds wow because that's what she would have wanted like she just loved the birds outside her house she fed them obsessively she just was like a bird lady before Mm -hmm. it was like a bit on Portlandia and like a you know like a millennial joke so I I do feel like it's kind of just a nice connection to my mom also so that's kind of how I like you know remember my mom's been dead for like 14 years so it's been a while Mm -hmm. so for me like I can just have some birds come and feel like a sweet little memory of my mom and then I talk to the birds that's nice well you know we've been home alone for so long that like I am at the point where I'm I'm talking to birds in the bird feeder on my window no I get it I think we all get that for sure okay that's not, I'm not the only one. No, no. I I talk to my animals like they're people. I mean, I talk to like anything to not be alone with my thoughts, really. Do you think that your mom comes to you in the form of birds? Is that like a sign for you or do you have other, other okay. things? So here's my here's my general feeling about this, which I do write about in my book and which I've Dory and I have actually talked about on Forever 35 mm-hmm. because Dory had Dory had a hummingbird that was like nesting right outside her house and she was talking about it. And I mentioned like a lot of people kind of attribute hummingbirds as like they're dead people, right? Like when a hummingbird visits, I think a lot of people feel like it's their loved ones visiting. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of cracking a joke that this was my mom, you know, LOL. And then the hummingbird flew into her house. So <gasps> I was like, oh, that's my mom really trying to get to know my podcast. Oh, my partner. gosh. So it was very, you know was it was very sweet but I, like I I don't know I like the idea of imagining my mom coming to me as a bird do I necessarily think it's true I don't know but I feel like whatever gives you comfort right. in your grief feels good so kind of like whenever I see a 
a sweet bird, not like a seagull. <laughs> yeah, only the like good a birds. tiny bird. Only the good. Yeah, birds. only like hot birds, not you know. <laughs> right, right. No pigeons. No yeah. seagulls. Yeah, no seagulls. Not a pelican. No, no, certainly no. not like a big walking dinosaur bird. Right, but right, right. Just like yeah, a I don't know. Robin, I mean, I... a little blue jay. Exactly. That's nice. Exactly. So. It is nice. And again, I kind of do feel like with that stuff, it's like whatever makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Great. Like whatever brings you a little bit of comfort is good. Yeah. I I totally believe in that stuff. Um, And and I also like every time the housewives have really made like a, a bit about like every all of them all go to see mediums all the time. And they and like I all like part of me is like whoa, and then part of me is like these people are famous and they're like easily Googleable, like all this information. But some part of me is like, I want to like, you know, I want to know if my grandparents have been doing anything like weird to try to get my attention. Yeah. Um, right. Well, we talked about like signs. Did did I ever tell you the story or did you see on Instagram when I talked about how my aunt um, who was killed at Sandy Hook, um, she was a special special education teacher. <sighs> Um, she also wasn't my aunt, but I call her my aunt. It's a lot lot easier to do it that way. But you know what I mean? Like very close family friends. She was named after my grandmother. Her daughter got married in August of 2015 or 2016, like a while ago. And, um, they had an outdoor wedding in the backyard. There was no contingency plan. Like there was a tent, but like, it was like, if it rained, it was very casual. Um, and you could tell she kind of like didn't care. She did it really for her dad, and uh, and I think she was like whatever. But like it was like 102 degree days and uh, degrees, and and rain was in the forecast the entire time. And if it rained, there was nowhere for these 150 people, most all of them family, to go. And it didn't rain, and everyone was like, oh great, it didn't rain. And then when I pulled out of their driveway later to drive home, everything was soaked. Every single road. Uh, like rain was like, um, you know, running water was running down the, 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 the roads into drains. Like it had poured everywhere except for her house. And okay. That's right? wild. So like yes. after that, I was like, okay, like, you know, we used to joke that the, the bunnies on Martha's Vineyard that we would see were my grandpa, <laughs> but like, yes. we didn't really have like a reason for that. But then this happened and I was like, okay, I think there's probably something I here. Mean- Yes, I do feel like there has to be a realm, like some sort of, or or not, or maybe we just like die and that's the end and like we had a good run. Mm -hmm. But like what I want to believe, which gives me comfort, is that there is some sort of like spiritual space Mm -hmm. where like the essence of humans go Mm -hmm. and also that they can control the weather and Yeah, like and they can kind of fuck with us a little, which I like kind of like. Like I, I like it too. It's like comforting. Yeah, it's fun. I actually have a good before we get back to the bird fear, I have a good book recommendation um for that sort of sentiment, which it's called Elsewhere. It's by Gabrielle Zevin. It's a YA book that came out in like the early 2000s. And someone gave it to me, and I hadn't lost anybody I loved at that point. I loved the book, but I just didn't I hadn't lost anyone. And then when my grandparents died, um I reread it and it's basically this story. It's a very easy read, but it's a story about a teenage girl who dies like, you know, page one and what happens to her after she dies. And it turns out she gets, she wakes up on a boat um, to this world called elsewhere where everyone, every animal, every person who's died is. And it's just a total alternative 
kind of alternate universe where it's like there's like a whole system in place, but it's not religious. There's no but it's like very I found it so comforting. Um, and that's kind of where I imagine everybody now. And I read it like I reread it like every time I lose somebody or every time I'm, I miss somebody. And it's such a good book. And I really and I'm not very religious. So it's hard for me to really put a ton of faith in the idea of like heaven or hell but I love Mm -hmm. the idea of like oh there's this world and like you know the premise of it is is that you you show up in elsewhere at the age that you were when you passed and you get a and you get a job um you get to do like something that you were really good at but that maybe doesn't wasn't necessarily your career like in your life and you live (laughs) and like you you like live and and you age backwards so you keep getting younger and younger and then when you're a baby they they like put you in the water and you go go off to get another you know life in reality and it's very it was very comforting I feel like you would like it um I love that it was it's nice and one of the parts that always stuck with me was that when you're in elsewhere you can go to this place called the observation deck and you can Mm. like check in on your loved ones um But then it kind of turns out that they end up having like so much fun and they're so busy and elsewhere that they just go to the observation deck like less. And like in the beginning, they're like, oh, we miss all these people so much. And then it's like, okay, you know, we know they're good and I'm good. And it's like, it's kind of nice. I think you I think you would really like it, Kate. I also think that's kind of what happens to like. Uh, I, I mean, it sounds like what the book is trying to say is like at first grief is really intense and yes. then you're able to kind of begin existing again. And like you, not that you don't like think about your person all the time, but like you, you're able to kind of get back to, you don't need to go to that observe. I know it's the, I know it's the people in elsewhere going to the observation deck, yeah, but, no, but it's the you same. know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like absolutely. same with people. Yeah. It's nice. It's just nice to think that like, I don't know. She goes to live with her grandma who she's never met. And then at first she's like, I don't know you and I don't want to live with you. But like her grandma is like 37 at the time that mm. that like Liz gets there. And so she's like, cause she's aging backwards. I don't know. It's like, it's, I just love it. It's so cute. Um, And it's just nice if you're not a religious person, but you kind of think that there's like, there has to be something else. I think this is a great book for, for you to sort of uh explore that imagination. Um. You definitely should read it. I really can't wait to hear what you think. Okay. Done. I will get on it. Well, we were going to talk about birds, and now we're just talking about death and grief. But, I mean, you know, aren't birds like birds just carry that for us? I know. Like, I bet many people think birds are the dead people. Totally. So. And butterflies and all that. Yeah. So lizards, tell me, maybe? lizards, depending on where you are in the world, you know what I mean? Like, I know. You know whatever you're. Lizards are also terrifying. <laughs> right. But maybe it was, you know, a sworn enemy coming back. Um, uh, Are you like a bird? So I have to say, Dan is someone who will like hear the call of a bird and like his ears will like tick up and then like name a bird that I've never heard of. Like, do you know what you're looking at when you look at a bird? Or are you just like lover of all cute birds? Don't really need to know a lot of details. I have no idea. I think it's really interesting when people get very into bird watching, mm-hmm. but I have, I don't know what I'm looking at. I yes. could not tell you. To me, it's like, oh, it's a red bird. It's a yellow bird. It's a blue bird. <laughs> right. That's it. That's <laughs> right. where I'm at. That's where I'm at, too. And I think that that's yeah. fine. You know, well, good because that's, that's what I'm. But up I mean, to. like some people are like, oh, like you know, don't you want to get a book and like there's this app where you can like take a picture and it'll tell you what you're looking. I'm like, I don't actually care that much. I'm just enjoying the view. I, like 
I think if you, that's kind of what's great about this bird feeder, to be honest. And I do think with birds, like if you put a, a specific feed into the feeder, mm-hmm. you're going to attract different kinds of birds. Yes. But like, I'm sure a person who is a bird expert would enjoy like summoning them to the clear bird feeder. But for me, it's like, I just like looking at them i just enjoy when like they're visiting Mm -hmm. and i see them kind of like poking their head around and then another one flies over and the one in the feeder gets mad like i I just find all that kind of charming it is and also it's exactly the way i personally want to experience nature which is behind glass you know oh okay no wait a second we could explore this for hours I mean, it's just true. <laughs> I mean, like, wait I, a second. I don't do okay. well in nature. I don't know. Like camping seems fun in theory to me. Okay. Okay. But not like you don't have any interest in having like a more intimate. You know, actually, I don't know if that's true. I think the thing is, is that there are so many variables I can't control about nature mm-hmm. that make me like if it's too hot, I'm miserable. If it's too cold, actually, I would probably be OK with like too cold. I think if I could find the perfect climate, I feel like I would do better in nature. But the second it's over like 75 degrees, I'm complaining nonstop. So I can't really be outside at like the heat of the day. And I know that about myself. I don't put myself in situations where, you know, I'm just complaining. I try not to anyway. But like some people, I don't know. Like I turn on the air conditioning the second I get like the slightest bit of uncomfortable. Maybe I should be, you know, like going to the Arctic circle then. Like maybe that's my the answer is that I like nature, but only like in, you know, a polar when it's freezing yeah i mean are you do you like love being outside like do you love the heat like what like nothing none of this bothers you you'd rather you'd love it i would rather be hot than cold oh okay all right i am that kind of person i don't the cold i find uh, i hate i hate it wow like I'll, I could never live. And all I ever did my whole life was live in cold places until mm-hmm. I moved to California. Mm-hmm. I'm from Boston. I went to college in Maine. Then I moved to New York City. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, is someone tapping it? Hello? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm in my closet recording. And every now and then like a child comes in. Totally. Even though they know I, they know I go in here to work. And then they're like, are you working? Right. Yes, <laughs> are you busy? <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking to a person and we're recording it. It's please stop. Anyway, I feel very passionately about the fact that like I would rather be I mean, not not like climate change heat, but I do right. like warm climates. But I am very like terrified of the fact that our temperatures are, are increasing. Like I don't like that part of it. Yes. Yeah. Of course. No, but. of course. I mean, no one's saying like, oh, you love global warming. I just like <laughs> I just get so I, I run hot. So like the second it's hot out, I'm just like at a level of discomfort that I cannot like some people love like stepping out into like humidity and they're like, oh, I love this. Mm, and I'm like, I, I do like that feeling. Oh, my God. I, if I like I would just sooner just I don't know die strike but me then, dead do you do you like the feeling of when you walk outside and like all of a sudden your nostril your nostril hairs are frozen like that kind of cold I, I you per- can handle I that can cold. handle it yeah I would much rather oh. be freezing than hot I can I have a much high, a higher tolerance for being cold I also think with being cold is like you can always make yourself warmer but when you're hot there's so little you can do 
Um, you just have to kind of like lay in it. And yeah, no, and it. that's what all of you people Ooh. say. You're like, no, you just have to like really enjoy it. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't enjoy. It. Like, there's nothing so, like, enjoyable about it. Do you like a jacuzzi or a hot tub? Yes, or of course. Like I mean, like, I'm the, I'm the. Oh, but you have I'm hot the original yeah, inflatable hot tub. No, no, water is fine. Like water okay, at okay. any temperature is fine. Also, being hot and then having access to like a pool also fine. It's. I think it's like. I think I've been ruined by by 10 new york summers where you walk outside and it's like oh like the smell of piss and like yes oh by the time yes. you get to work your hair is frizzy and like your back sweat is like running down your butt like that's the kind of thing that i don't want to deal with anymore california the lack of humidity is a definite plus if sitting in my air-conditioned office just looking at the birds on the other side of the window i feel like i could really fuck with that like that you know what is yes great. I support this. I do feel like it's a great way to get nature if, like, you live in a city. I don't know what you'll attract because I live in a suburb of Los Angeles. I'm not in a in a kind of like a more downtown area. Yep, yep. So I don't know how this would work in like the heart of Times Square. Right. <laughs> but again, and also like I, I'll take a pigeon. I didn't want to I apologize to the pigeon community. I like <laughs> they all I'll like any to birds. The show, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, but the thing is, is like when people, I think the people I know who have, got, I think you and I are lucky now in LA, where like you can put a bird feeder on the window and they will come to you. Whereas all of my like weird birding friends are, you know, going to Greenwood Cemetery and Central Park because there's actually a lot of that yes. there's a lot to see there um but they will not come yeah like there's so little you can do i think in your like new york apartment versus you know having a little bit more of a suburban house um where nature is really all around you yeah i don't know that the birds will like come to like i don't know what you like if you live in times square and you put a bird feeder out with like bird seed in it i don't know what you're going to attract like yes, it probably won't either. be like, birds. Maybe a rat <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like a hundred percent like a rat <laughs> so although i will say here in los angeles we have rats galore because of fruit trees they uh -huh. we have what's called roof rats like i in my old house they would just scurry all over the roof and jump into our avocado tree so like you know people in LA love to talk about the rats in New York City but it's like we have a, a very intense rat population here that are just like indulging on pomegranates I didn't know I don't know that I knew that. <laughs> I don't know that I knew that but oh, I've I, heard scurrying I'm on my roof a lot to, uh, and yeah, I'm wondering if rats. that's <laughs> great okay making a note I'm um, so sorry to tell you no this, you're right we but... have and we have two big fig trees in the backyard so that's definitely oh, yeah, they happening love... that's I gross. think also raccoons love figs oh. I also I have a fig tree and I think um there's there's a lot of wildlife here in LA mm -hmm. there's always a coyote trotting down the road we have raccoons we see coyotes all the time I always think they're like stray dogs until I get like a little closer and I'm like not a dog okay I'm like we should take it home it's like a coyote um we definitely I have, done have that raccoons. with raccoons you want to take raccoons home no I thought it was a like oh, I, I pulled a into my driveway and it was dark and I was like oh I see little eyes and I was like you know and then yeah. I realized it was a fucking raccoon oh yeah no Oh, yeah. We have raccoons uh, living I, under our house and Dan has named them oof. all. So I'm like, is there anyone we can call to get rid of them? He's like, why would you want to get rid of them? They're our friends. I'm like, they are not our friends. Dan, I feel like Dan and I are very in sync about the animal world. That I they're think, just like little buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan, oh, yeah. Friends. Fr Dan calls every animal his friend. And I'm like, you know, calling like 911 being like, please, <laughs> there's a raccoon. Wait. There's a raccoon. <laughs> 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What is your group text about? about bird feeders well so so uh everyone so i'm in a group i'm in a a bunch of different group texts and some of them have a lot of people overlap but there's one that is uh dan and and myself um my friend rachel and her girlfriend and my friend casey and her boyfriend seamus and the six of us casey swole woman yes casey swole woman Oh, love um, following her. Love I learned about her from your podcast. She's great. I literally put a TikTok in there the other day of a woman doing a um a uh, a hip thrust with 400 pounds and I said this is Casey and she said that's not even that hard and then I was like stop talking because how could that not be hard? Um but yeah, we were all talking about uh Dan I think was taking a picture of the bird feeder that he made and then everyone was talking about the bird feeders. And similarly like they're all in Brooklyn and uh haven't had tons of luck um, with their bird feeding situations, but but we talked about it for a while of like what would make a good bird feeder, what's the good bird feed. Goes, I mean, I wasn't really contributing to the conversation, but it was going on a lot around me. Um, but these are all people who like, you know, you know, have the books, identifying the birds, and they and the binoculars and the bin. We yeah, totally. We had the binoculars. There's the yeah. There's the there's some app where like you could like it's like Shazam for birds where you like <laughs> you like press when they're doing like a call and it'll tell you who it is. Um, but yeah, it was go it was going nuts in the in the group chat. And I'm excited to share this with them. It was like inspiration, fate. Um, I hope you get one because I do feel like you will attract cool birds to your window. And it's just like such a it's such a soothing self carry feeling to just get to sit and watch a bird for a little bit and then have yeah. it fly away. And there's like no no stakes, right? Like you don't have to look up what kind of bird it is. Right. You can if you <laughs> right. want. But. And right, and and if Dan starts talking to me about the species of bird, I don't have to listen. You know, I don't. Ha- I'll just tune him out. No, tune him out. Do you know how much it costs, Kate? I know we have a, a heart out, and I want to let you go, but I just want to let everyone know how much they can expect Sorry. to spend. Like no, I do so more than 20 bucks, less than 20 bucks. Yeah, it's it's more than 20 bucks. But right now. So this is an Amazon purchase that I made. Okay. It is $28.95 on Amazon. Nice. I'm free one day and free returns if you just want to like be birding by tomorrow morning. Sure. Um, and, you know, there's there's a million of these. Like you don't need this specific one yeah. or this specific brand. This is like a a type a universal kind of bird feeder that every company makes. You're looking for something with kind of like, you know, little shelves for the food and that can suction to your window. Yes. It has a little, almost like a drawer and you can just put the food in, put the little, like pop it back and then watch the birds arrive. Okay. Very cool. Before we head out, I'm reminded that there is someone on Etsy and I will link to it that makes um, little Adirondack chairs for squirrels. (laughs) And shut up, Caroline, shut (laughs) up. And they can, and you put them, I will, I will like, I will follow up and I'll do, you know, but, and I'll, and I'll send you a link, but you, it reminded me that you can do a bird feeder and then there, you can make like platforms for other woodland animals. And there are Adirondack chairs for squirrels. And then you can put snacks by the Adirondack chairs. And my friend has, 
has one and like has taken many a picture of squirrels just <laughs> sitting in an Adirondack chair like okay eating. I'm getting I, I know getting I gotta this. get I, I gotta link you to it it's like perfectly ASAP. you perfectly oh my you. god well Kate Spencer I'm gonna send you a link on your phone so you can open it while we're chatting this oh one's god, a picnic so table you need to this is so you I mean truly like a picnic table. you nail it into the trees and then there's like little you like put oh my god I'm done can you open it can you see it Hold on. Here it is. Okay. The link has arrived. <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. It is literally this like is amazing. a little picnic table. You nail Swifty. it into the tree. There's a little <laughs> umbrella and there's like little, um, like you kind of screw in this little like bowl thing and in the bowl, you'll put a little bit of squirrel food. And then what ends up happening is the squirrel is just like sitting there eating like it's at a little picnic table. I mean, okay. I, I love like the, what's the word anthropomorphizing of, and you know, to humanize, personify whatever animal like this is extremely my shit um um this is i love this and i feel like my kids would they're always leaving peanuts out for squirrels so i feel like i need to just get this there's so many different um options like i'm scrolling down and there's one where you can like put a corn cob in which looks (laughs) kind of funny like it's so like this is the kind of stuff that like when i even get the least bit stoned i'm like looking for oh, on amazon it. being like chairs for squirrels and being like chairs oh. for squirrels. like and they're and like they always exist i'm sure there's a small business on etsy doing like you know custom ones or whatever but they're it's so cute it's really funny well also i do feel like it's important just to embrace squirrels because they are not going anywhere. Like we don't even like with rats, like my husband and I always were talking about how to get rid of the rats in our yard. But mm-hmm. like with squirrels, we've just like made peace with the fact that we coexist with squirrels. Yes. Like they're just so like, why not set up an area in your yard where squirrels can like party right. and it's adorable. You can TikTok it. Yeah, exactly. Go viral. Right. Monetize the squirrels in your yard. Here you we know? go. That's what I'm talking like, about. Let, it's always a side hustle. Yeah, get some money. They're not paying you rent for being up in your property all the time. So, you can know. Can I ask you a question about squirrels that I think about a lot? Sure. And I'm not stoned, but this is like a stoned thought. Excellent. How come, how come like, do you know what squirrel poop looks like? Like, how come I never see squirrel poop? Like, um, where is it? I what actually is it? think I do know what it looks like. So sometimes when I go out to the uh, hot tub, I always leave the cover on it. So it like keeps it hot. And sometimes there's like poop on top and I'm pretty sure it's squirrel. It's like, um, because it just like, yeah, it's little like, yes, this has, it is squirrel poop. Cause I'm looking at it. I just Googled squirrel poop. Um, it's, oh, okay. Oh, it's just I, could, like, I guess I could have done that. It's t- It looks like pebbles. I think um, it's like little black hard, like, you know, hard to describe, but like very kind of innocuous little like. OK, I see it. Yeah. Cute little poops. Cute little poops. Oh, they're cute. You know what? They're cute. I would actually think this is like a crumb. I wouldn't think this was poop. That, probably so you definitely have own. seen it before. You know what I mean? You're like, how come the squirrels haven't been pooping? It's like for sure they have been. But they're they're pretty inoffensive, I think um yeah that's not that bad okay all right I can accept that this is part of our world oh yeah well you are also like an east coaster and so am I and and I went to school in Massachusetts where at UMass where there were squirrels everywhere but have you ever met someone who did not grow up in a place where squirrels were everywhere because it is very funny I haven't is that a thing oh yeah squirrels just 
Ev- everywhere? No, not everywhere. I mean, think about if you went to like Costa Rica and like monkeys were swinging, swinging from trees. Like you would think that was crazy. You'd take like a million pictures and then people who live in Costa Rica would be like, who's this weirdo? Like this, we see this every day. It's kind of yes. the same thing with squirrels. Like I, there was, um, a person I went to college with, I think she, she might've been an international student, but she also might've just not lived in a place with a lot of squirrels. And like squirrels were everywhere at UMass and like people would name them. It was like this whole thing, but it was so funny watching people like the way that I would be in Costa Rica, like <laughs> taking selfies with monkeys, like trying to like chase squirrels and take pictures of them with their like flip phone camera phone. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is not that interesting, but it's like a real, it's a real hot commodity. If you've never really grown up seeing squirrels everywhere, like think about it. They're like these little like animals with huge tails, just all up in your shit. And they're not scared of anything. That's crazy. Are you a person who would like keep a squirrel as a, I think I'm going to know the answer to this, but you like, I feel like everyone has known one person at least who's had a pet squirrel, like a baby squirrel Yeah, that they like my aunt and my aunt and uncle and cousins had a pet squirrel. Sure. And like, Did you know, they, it's like, a baby that you rescue. It? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And then I think it like goes and lives in the wild. Sure. But, um, but like, does that's like a that's like a a trait of a certain kind of person to have a pet squirrel? It's definitely so. As an adult, no. I think if you had asked me in college, like I definitely went through a phase where I was like, maybe you should get a ferret, like just like a weird, oh, like yes, you know what I yes, mean, like yes, yes. everyone or had ferrets or chinchillas. It was like you wanted a dog, but you knew you couldn't have a dog in the dorms. So like, what other like living thing could you have in that <laughs> would sort of like you know? create like quench your thirst for the for the dog and I did have a lot of friends who like definitely went to the pet store like got a bunch of gerbils or guinea pigs or whatever but I never got that far um but like really I had a hamster you did yes yeah, so yeah, sophomore year of college totally yeah, a thing disgusting. it's gross right like it's novel for like five minutes and then you're like Hmm. <laughs> well, and they're, and they're nocturnal. So like you go to bed and the hamster's just like working hard in its wheel. Yep. And you're like, why did I do this? I, Carolyn, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I did this very recently with goldfish. Oh, no. And it ended disastrously. Wait, what happened? So I have had it in my fixated in my head that I was going to get a fountain for this like one spot in my little like front walkway area. Okay. I want a fountain. It has a little electrical outlet like I can do this. And then while I was perusing fountains on Wayfair.com, I came across one that was like a miniature, like hydroponic pond. And in the description, it's like, you can even put some small fish in your fountain. And this is like my, like any excuse to acquire animals. Right. I'm, I'm into like, I want to rescue everything. So I was like, great, I'm going to get this fountain we can have fish in it. It's going to look so cool. It'll be like a miniature tea. It's like 24 inches around, sir, circumference. Right. So I got the fountain. I put the whole thing together. I got plants that can grow, you know, like grow in water. I got, I went to the fish store. I bought all the stuff. I did the water. I put my fish in like no less than at least a week later, they just kind of started disappearing. And what had happened was the like filter that, that, brought the water up to the little waterfall fountain thing like the fish would get stuck <gasps> in it and get like, oh. churned up no it was just yes oh it was God. disgusting 
And then oh I found God. out like they did not mention this on the Wayfair website, but on the Amazon website, many people have reviewed this product and been like, it killed my fish. <gasps> it ki like so many people. So oh. I actually had a very pleasant customer service experience with Wayfair where they refund. I was like, hey, like you advertise that I can put fish in this. Well, I have like three dead fish that I'm oh dealing with right God. now. My, you know, like it was just, it oh. was, it was gross. My kids had gotten like very into feeding the fish every day. Oh, and then like I had horrible. to be like, oh, sorry, they Harriet and Daffodil it. died. They shouldn't sell it anymore. Well, I mean, you just can't say it's a beautiful little fountain, but right. just don't just yeah, say do not fish put in fish it. in there. They will get turned. That yeah. is so yeah. terrifying. It was pretty gross. That's it was pretty gross. gross. And I felt really bad. Of I course. You know, I felt bad for the little goldfish. That is so, so sad. Aww. It was dumb. But but it's like that thing that like, oh, I can put an animal in this. Like, yes, yeah. I love having an animal. Like, I don't need goldfish. No, I know. Anyway, I know a lesson time. learned. Well, Kate. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, this was such this has a, been a treat and a half. Yeah, this was such a joy. I'm like really, really happy. I will link to everything that we talked about in the show notes from your book to elsewhere, which I recommended to all of the bird feeder um, availability <laughs> on Amazon. So many to, bird feeders to the squirrel seats. Uh, we really like ran the gamut, and um, and I'm telling you guys the story about the 16 year old gold, goldfish is true. That is not just like oh, I heard from a friend of a friend. I. I no, personally I knew that 16-year-old goldfish, and she lived an amazing life. Um, Kate, I'm pumped that we did this. Uh, you guys, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week for another episode of Do You Think You Spot It? 